TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Sports Radio 90 time the game from the Northern Kia Studios. This wasn't. No, you forgot. What I was going to have you play something else. I, I asked you for a song. Oh, shoot. I definitely did. But you know, I'm sorry, Jeff. Got caught up with Garrett okay. and I completely forgot. See? It's all, it's all Garrett Chapman's fault. <laughs> I'm sure he loved no, it. No, because I want to use some of the bumper music to give you a little bit of insight to me. I grew up a heavy metal rock and roller, you know, right? And um, But I also had a serious, not this, uh, serious funk side to me. Uh, and because, you know, late 70s, early 80s, out there, Life on Your High or DeKalb College. You know, I mean, so I got all this funk. And uh, so I drive my wife nuts when I sing cameo, okay? Because I'll, I'll, I'll literally walk around, whether I'm singing like Rufus or Parliament or Rick James, um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, especially like Word Up. And, and she's like, rolls her eyes. <laughs> it's great. And she's like, you realize you're like a guy almost in your mid-60s and you're sitting there and going, Word Up is a co-word? I'm going, yeah. <laughs> Your mother, your mother, too. Come on now. What is it? Word up. Everybody knows the code word, right? Okay. Uh, we're talking about the Falcons, the Hawks, and, of course, the Atlanta Braves. All subjects on the table for the final hour of the program today. Hawks tonight, 7 o'clock uh, pregame and uh, 7.30 tip State Farm Arena. Uh, I will be doing pre-halftime and post. And then uh, Steve Holman on the call of the game here. And then we get to... Uh, Monday, where the Hawks are taking on the Bulls, also at State Farm, and that is the City Edition game, City Edition uniforms, uh, hardwood and all that, important game against the Bulls. Uh, Taking uh, again at Hawks.com. And in between, we have the uh, Super Bowl tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Uh, all the action of Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, Noel? Um, Joe, am I the only person that didn't get the memo that the Hawks were playing on Bally's on Friday nights? I mean, not Bally's, uh, I'm sorry, on uh, Peachtree Sports yeah, Network. Yeah, well, yeah, on Peachtree TV. Yeah, because it's an NBA TV game. Yeah, I, I guess and so, I yeah, that so it's a, it's a, yeah, it, the NBA TV gets some of those games, and then NBA TV uh, defaults here in Atlanta to, to Peachtree TV, which is the old it, the old WTCG Channel Seventeen. Um, so yeah, so they uh, it wasn't a Bally's game last night. It was an NBA TV game. Uh, NBA TV gets blacked out in the local market, and Peachtree TV picks it up. Which is which is nice for the local fans. It was nice not having to log into something extra to watch the Hogs. Right, and uh, yeah, right, because baseball is going to drive us nuts, isn't it? 
I mean, oh. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate and understand that it is a new day and age. I, uh, and so I, I go into soccer with the Apple TV thing, and <laughs> I haven't broken down yet. Uh, to, to buy the Apple TV season thing for Atlanta United. I just listen. I, I watch the, I love that, free games as if I'm not already paying for Apple TV. Uh, and then, um, but I don't buy the season pass. Uh, and uh, and so um, I would if if I think, you know, I'd like just listening to Mike and Jason anyway. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll just listen to them. Yeah, it, it's a new. I mean, when you've got games on Apple TV and you're streaming on different platforms, there's what the Twitter games, there's the uh, the Facebook games, uh, and you know. I think everybody has their pet peeve. Mine is definitely the three games that the Braves play on Apple TV. Because just why? Now I have to figure out an Apple TV login and all this stuff, and then my mom wants to watch, yeah. so I got to get it on her TV. It's just, ah, that's the one that burns me the most. I can kind of maneuver all the rest of it, but that's this. It's those three or four Braves games a year on Apple TV that just burns me the most. Yeah, I know. I'm with you, but uh, but at the same time, I understand it. My wife is, you know, kind of uh, fed up with the whole thing about the new uh, television contracts that currently exist for the Big Ten because she'd be a, well, we're both Big Ten fans. She went to Indiana, I went to Nebraska, uh, and the Big Ten is on eight different channels. Eight, okay? They're on uh, CBS, CBS Sports Network, NBC, Peacock. That's the new one this year, right? Fox, FS1, Big Ten Network, and Big Ten Network Plus. So, like, the, you you'll have eight different channels that you got to watch at some point this season to watch a game. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, I got you. 404-726-0929, and that's just now. Uh, not Garrett Chapman. Uh, oh, he's gone. Not Mike the Pizza Man? My, or, where, am I, where am I going, Noel? Who am I going to first? T.O., all right. Or as I used to refer to him, Tom Osborne. T.O., what up? <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, first of all, get old 49er George out of here. He's just like these fake Atlanta uh, Patriots fans. He's probably not even from the Bay Area and waited till he was in his 30s before he even picked them as a team. But my thing is, if we trade up to the number one pick, my quarterback one is Jane Daniels. Jane Daniels is my guy. He can beat out Caleb Williams and Drake May. Because we've seen him play down in here in the South for uh, two years. We've seen him play in the SEC, so that's my guy. But I saw a mock draft that where we traded our second pick for Fields and used the eighth pick on Malik Neighbors. So I could get with that also. We draw, yeah, but, but walk me back. Wait, wait, hang on. Oh, for for Justin Fields and then use Malik. You know, I that's certainly a possibility. I mean, yeah, no, there's no question that the Falcons could go to wide receiver there at number eight if they get a Russ or a um, or a, a Fields or I guess even a Gardner Minshew. If they if they get a quarterback in free agency, which I think they're going to, then yes, I think you're you have a luxury here. It depends. All right, let's step back for a second, To. If they're able in free agency to get a stretch-wide receiver in free agency, that would probably be preferable unless they can get an edge guy. They, they do need – George is not wrong because I did say they need six to seven new starters. So how many of those spots do you fill in free agency? And then you go to the draft, okay? Uh, neighbors may not – you know, na- neighbors may not be there at eight anyway. And But it, the luxury of being able to take the best player available, whether it's Olafashenu or Joe Alt or Brock Bowers – 
or Malik Neighbors, whoever the best player available is uh, to, to fill a position for you would be really, re- really kind of cool, I think, for the Atlanta Falcons. It would be preferable here than to have to worry about. So you go get a quarterback maybe and a stretch receiver of free agency. But we have to see what they do in free agency first. And, and then maybe open you up to being able to take a quarterback in round two. Well, just be patient. My boy Jackson Dart. He'll be in the draft in 2025. Just hold out. Just hold out one more year for a QB. For a QB. Well, one. there's going to be a lot. I, I, there's going to be a lot of guys. I mean, Carson Beck's going to be in the draft next year. I mean, the quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. Quinn Ewers is going to be in the draft next year. You'll get uh, Jackson Dart will be in the draft eventually. You'll get uh, Arch Manning into the draft. Dylan Royola into the draft. I mean, they're going to be. There's always going to be quarterbacks coming, right? I mean, so uh, right. since there are always going to be quarterbacks coming then I'm, I'm not overly concerned about the quality of quarterbacks coming. I want to know what's going to win for – see, this is where I, I, I kind of break from some fans who, you know, they're, they're on the Penix train or they're on the, the Caleb Williams train or something. I'm only concerned with this coming season, T.O. This team, Arthur Blank looked at all the prospective coaches and at Raheem Morris and said, look, we have to make the playoffs. It's been seven years. This team is built to make the playoffs. We're coming in. We're going to make the adjustments with Terry Fontenot to the roster to clean up some of those positions that we need to clean up, safety, cover corner, things of that nature, and stretch, stretch wide receiver. We have to make the playoffs. End of story. Right, right. I'm on board with whatever they do. I'm going to ride with them. I'm going to ride with them. Yep. I, Matt Ryan was – I appreciated Matt Ryan. I saw his interview. I appreciated him while he was here. Not yeah, like no, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you're right. The Matt Ryan haters. I mean, the Matt Ryan haters. Are dead. Now, how do you feel about Matt Ryan? You know, how do you like me now right. to use Toby Keith? Right? How do you like me right. now? This is the same. This is the same thing with the Trey haters. You know, the Trey haters. You know, I. You know, God rest the soul of Toby Keith, who's also on my iPad. I I could probably sing fifty Toby Keith songs from beginning to end, note for note. 50, not fifteen. Fifty only because my wife was a gigantic Toby Keith fan, so I've listened to him for. 20 years. So, I mean, I mean, I say he's got some great songs, I have to admit. So, But anyway, how do you like me now? The Trey haters are going to, oh, my God, T.O., the Trey haters are going to be, when he, if he goes somewhere else and wins three NBA titles. Right. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, oh, my God. You know, whatever. How do you like me now? All right. I do appreciate it. Right. Thanks, T.O. Uh, let's go to uh, Mike the Pizza Man. I'm mad at Mike the Pizza Man, though. I, I, I got a real serious bone to pick. Because Mike, Mike, are you there? Yeah, hey, John, how you doing? Good. You have not reached out to me on Twitter to say that you're going to bring me free pizza yet. And and, and, and I can't drive now, Mike. I'm, I say I can't go get pizza. I'm, li- I'm, st- <laughs> I'm living down I got to have it delivered. Country, uh, living a country squire life. I'm retired now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you, my friend. Good for you. What What's up, Mike? Good. I, I, I'll tell you what, uh, your, your your comments about the Falcons and the quarterback, I've got two two questions I want to ask you. How do you feel that they keep Ritter as a starter this year? And just because he didn't have really a, have a, a quarterback coach. Now, but don't get me wrong, he, he blew some games last year. But why go through all this all this trouble of, of spending draft picks and everything for free agents that's not really the from what I see, the market's not that good 
for these quarterbacks, except for Caleb Williams and maybe the guy from North Carolina. But other than that, but you know as well as I do, the NFL drafts a crap shoot. But my main question is, how about the Braves and their shortstop? I, I, right, wait, stop, stop for a second. Stop, stop. Mike, 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 stop for a second because one thing at a time, okay? Uh, I want sure. to dispel a notion because uh, you, you gave voice to a notion that I have heard repeatedly that the Braves didn't have a quarter, uh, Braves, that the Falcons didn't have a quarterback coach last year. That's simply not true. Dave Ragone was the quarterback's coach. He was technically labeled as the offensive coordinator, but Arthur Smith ran the offense, and Dave Ragone, as the offensive coordinator, was the quarterback's coach. So he, it's, I think people say that Desmond Ritter sat out there this year and he's flipping around going, I ain't got a coach. I ain't got a. No, that's not true. Now, T.J. Yates is the new quarterback coach. He has that designation of quarterback coach, but he had a coach. I agree right. with you. All right, so – Okay, all right. So, uh, and 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 no, I am not down with the uh, Desmond Ritter being my starting quarterback. I just, I, I I don't have a problem being on the team, being a backup, but I I, I can't, I can't go into the, the the season with the mistakes that he made. Uh, I don't care about his upside. Oh, his he mistakes some, were he made some serious mistakes. Aw, 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 awful, awful. Anyway, <laughs> uh, go ahead. What about the brace? I got about thirty seconds. Okay. What about the brace? Shortstop. What about the shortstop situation? Um, do you think that the, that them letting? I, I, am I not mistaken? Didn't they? The guy that played shortstop last year didn't he go out this year on free agency? I could have missed something there. I'm, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, Vaughn Grissom was dealt to the Red Sox for in the Chris Sale deal. Uh, and uh, Braden Shoemaker is now with the White Sox. Um, Orlando Garcia was an all-star. I don't know what anybody has brought. By the way, there's a youngster from Georgia Tech named Luke Waddell that the Braves are looking at a middle infielder for Luke Waddell. I, look, the Braves are going to be I'm fine. Not, I appreciate, I appreciate the call, too. Mike. Uh, I got I to get to a break, Mike. Sorry. Um, 404-726-0929. Again, this is why the I got the all caps thing. You know, the Braves didn't do enough. Yes, they. Yeah, they did. They're still the best team. They're still the best team in baseball. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it looks to me like they are. Uh, Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. I'm just uh, doing a, a quick search here. Atlanta United coming up top of the hour here. Mike and Jason uh, with Atlanta United against Tampa Bay. There's still the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Is that right? Is that right? Anybody? There? Used to be back in the day, Tampa Bay Rowdies were a, a big, big, uh, one of the bigger uh, soccer teams in the United States. Uh, and uh, we had a, uh, right, the old Atlanta Chiefs, we had a rivalry with the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Uh, one more in uh, St. Petersburg. Yeah, Tampa Bay Rowdies. <laughs> oh, what do you know? Um, uh, preseason for Atlanta United continues, 2 o'clock, top of the hour. Mike and Jason on the call on Sports Radio 92 on the game. 7 o'clock tonight, pregame. I'll be here uh, leading it into Steve Holman's call of the Hawks and Rockets and uh, see if the Hawks can pick up another win. And kind of the good news on that is I know it's back-to-back, and I know the starters had to play a lot because of being so shorthanded last night. Trey had to play 40 minutes. He even admitted in the interview after the game with Steve that uh, he was a little tired. And you go, oh, no. But the Rockets uh, finished after the Hawks did, and the Rockets were in Canada. A-O. They were up there with all them crullers, okay, and uh, the Tim Hortons and all that kind of stuff. Eh? And they had to go through uh, not only uh, get from Toronto, but they have to go through all the custom stuff. 
And so hopefully they get in about three in the morning. That's my, that's my hope. <laughs> and anyway, uh, so the, the Hawks and Rockets tonight at State Farm Arena coverage begins at 7 o'clock on 92.9 The Game. 404-726-0929 is the phone number if you want to be part of the program here. We've been talking today about the Hawks and about the fact that they didn't make any moves at the trade deadline, which is okay. I mean, they're going to dance with what brung you. I get it. It's all good. And then at the end of the season, though, we have to have a come-to-Jesus meeting, okay? We got to have a come-to-Jesus meeting about the Atlanta Hawks. What are we going to do? Because I'm tired of what I consider nothing short of wasting the Trey Young experience in Atlanta, because that's what we're doing here. Because you do know if they traded him, that team would win multiple NBA titles. Well, why don't we do that here by trading and getting the guys in that can help Trey? Let's try and figure. Can we figure that out, guys? Can we? Can we do that? Can we? Can we? Can we do that, please? Thank you. That would help. And uh, we're talking about the Falcons and the very fluid situation and the discussions they must be having in Flowery Branch. Free agency starts uh, uh, a month from tomorrow. <clears throat> it's called legal tampering, but it's free agency on March 11th. What are you going to do at corner, quarterback? Forget about everything else that you're going to go to. Terry Fontenot's looking at rush edge, cover corner, safety, center, uh, stretch wide receiver, all the other things that he's got to kind of look at in free depth that he's got to look at in free agency here. What are you going to do at the quarterback spot? I, I, I Is it going to be a Justin Fields move? Is it going to be a Russ Wilson move? Can they even be made? Are the Bears going to keep Justin Fields? Are they prepared to go into the Gardner Minshews of the world and bring in a Gardner Minshew and then go into the draft and draft Michael Penix and trade Desmond Ritter? Are they going to live with Desmond Ritter as a backup? to me? How are they going to play this position here for a team that is not resetting, okay? Not resetting under Raheem Morris for a team that can, if they do it right, can win 10 or 11 games last year. They didn't do it right last year. This team, you know, and I know they suffered some big injuries, Avery Williams, Troy Anderson, Grady Jackson. I get it, but everybody's got to suffer through injuries, and yes, those were big ones. But at the same time, you, you've got to deal with that. It's part of the game, right? I mean, look at the Jets suffering through. Uh, team suffered more than the Jets through an injury last year when you don't even get Aaron Rodgers for, a you know, what, one snap? or what, How many snaps was it? One, two? I, I don't even know. Let's go to uh, Johnny here. Johnny's on the program with John. Welcome to the show, Johnny. John, how you doing? Good, man. Good to you, boys. Okay, listen, I'm a long-time listener, big-time fan, and it's great to talk to you because you are the one man, the one man of the station that has been the longest-tenured Atlanta sports expert and everything, so I'm really glad to talk to you. I hope that we can have a little conversation here because uh, my thing is this. I am all in for Justin Fields, okay? In my opinion, he's the man. He's the man we need to bring here. Now, here's the only thing that I'm concerned about. I have been hearing a lot of buzz about Chicago might be trying to trade down with that number one pick with uh, Washington. Uh, So, you know, if that's the case, you know, you never know what the case might be. But if, if Fields were to become available, I think for a variety of reasons, John, that uh, he should be the choice and he should be a priority choice. Okay, number one, uh, he's like having a first-round pick 
okay, you know, a first-round pick with three years of NFL experience already. I mean, think about it. Okay, the guys that are coming out of the draft now, he's basically in the same age group. We're not, we're talking like, you know, not even the difference between a freshman and a senior, okay? So he's got the youth on his side, okay? You talk about Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson and everything. I mean, that's, you know, an extra 10 years right there, okay? We want to get somebody down here who's going to make a difference immediately okay you talk about the cost okay this would be an investment okay this would be an investment where i think arthur blank could see return on his investment a lot sooner than later the ticket sales would go through the roof okay the merchandising sales would go for the truth not to mention the fact of being able to bring this guy back home to play in front of his family and his fan base, that in itself, I think, would inspire him to be even better than he was in Chicago because it would be an inspiration for him, let alone how it would benefit the team. Okay, I think this a no-brainer. I think that trying to get Justin Fields back home to Atlanta would make all the difference in the world for the Falcons nation. What do you think, John? Well, I think you're saying, Johnny, everything that I've been saying. Um, yeah, and exactly. And repeated over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Um, yeah, I mean, and and if that if they're down for that, then I'm I'm down for it too. I mean, I'm very much in that camp with you that I think that the, bringing Justin Fields back home, he'll have more weapons around him. He'd have a better offensive line. Uh, I he is only one year, as you said, he's only one year older than Michael Penix, and so I, I I'm all in. I, if Chicago's willing to trade him, then yes, I that would be my number one go-to here and you know depending on Russ Wilson's availability if I can't get Justin Fields how much does Denver want for Russ Wilson I would explore that and I'm sure that, that, that they're kicking the tires so to speak on both of those moves and on a Gardner Minshew they, they've got to because this team cannot afford to go into free agency and come out of free agency without uh, without a quarterback without a veteran quarterback on its in its room because if you come out of free agency with only Desmond Ritter then you're going to be forced to draft a quarterback and by the way, if you've never seen the list of veteran quarterback free agents this year, it's oh my god awful. Okay, it's really, oh, really right. bad. Right. Yeah, not too much. Pick, very slim pickings. Very slim. I mean, you 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 get down to four, and suddenly you're into Jameis Winston, and then you know Tyrod Taylor. You know, I mean, real quick, like four or five. I just would love to see what Raheem and Zach Robinson were able to do if they can get their hands on and work with this guy. I mean, I just think the sky would be the limit. This would make such a difference. And I just hope that they're at least thinking about it and everything. I mean, of course, Chicago would have to let him go first. Like I was telling you, that buzz I've been hearing seems to be pretty strong. I know that the odds right now are as far as possibly landing fields. Chicago is ahead of us, plus 125 to once, uh, no, I'm sorry, one, one, plus 100 Chicago and plus 125 for us to possibly land fields in the offseason. But who knows? Like you said, once the uh, draft comes around, once free agency comes around, we'll just have to wait another month to see how things unfold. But that's really who I want, and I think that there's a lot of fans out there that feel the same way. This would be great for Atlanta. Yeah, somebody, I appreciate it, Johnny, uh, 4472609 somebody, you know, shouted at me and said, hey, you know, what kind of uh, relationship does Raheem have with Jameis Winston from his time in Tampa? I went, oh, 
Okay. Jason, um, no, 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 Jameis Winston. <laughs> no, Jameis Winston. I know, I know. I yeah, know, that, know. Nah, that's I'm, not, I'm that's you. not the answer right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I don't, I don't think so either, but you know, I, you know, I look, they're going to have to do something. Appreciate it, Johnny. Thanks for the call here. Thank yeah, you. Look, if you're looking at, if you're looking at the schedule here, let me, let me get the schedule here. Well, I have it somewhere here. Ah, uh, what did I do with it? Uh, oh. Did I put that? Oh, it's over here. Hang on. Just give me one. Uno, uno second here. I have, this is, two things. One, I have uh, ESPN's new uh, rankings of the quarterback in the draft here. This is how they rank them at the moment. Uh, ESPN came out with new rankings of the quarterbacks, right? First round grades for Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, J.J. McCarthy, and Bo Nix. A second round grade on Michael Penix. That's got to be due. That's got to be due to his knees. It, it has to be. I I I got to believe it is because of those guys. You know the most accurate passer is it's Michael Penix. It's got to be his knees. And then they say uh, weekend uh, grades on Spencer Rattler, uh, Jordan Travis from FSU. Gosh, is he even healthy? Sam Hartman. God, Sam Hartman was so. God awful bad in the Senior Bowl. Oh. Uh, Joe Milton and Michael Pratt out of Tulane. Um, so anyway, that's that's what you're looking at in the draft here um, for the NFL. Uh, just to um, give you kind of the the lay of the land. It's February the 10th, right? I mean, tomorrow's the Super Bowl. Uh, the combine is at the end of the month. It really, it begins on March 1st. That's I think the first day on the field. You know, they'll start on the 27th of February, but that's like the beginning. The first group comes in, the offensive alignment, I think, defensive alignment, something like that. And uh, they do the, they're the first ones to do the interviews and the medicals and, and all that kind of stuff. And it goes through the 4th of March in Indianapolis. But uh, the combine's coming up in about three weeks. Uh, and then the day after the combine ends, we get uh, players get tagged. That's the opening of the tag period, okay, for franchise uh, and uh, designated tags. March 11, six days later, free agency, legal tampering. March 11, a month from tomorrow. This is how fast it's going to happen. Then we'll get the league meetings uh, in Orlando in uh, a couple of weeks after that. Oh, I have something on that, too. Uh, April 1st, uh, the Falcons can begin off-season workouts on April 1st because they have a new head coach. April 1st, boys and girls, moms and dads. April 1st, seven weeks from now. They begin off season. We got it. Seven weeks. We're beginning this. I mean, basically the same day as the the final four and the Rays opening game. The Falcons start their off season workouts right there on April Fool's Day. Right, so about, about the same day. It's how fast it's coming. Uh, and then the draft, of course, in uh, in late April, in this year in Detroit. I'd love to have. The, wouldn't you love to have the draft in Atlanta? I, there's some rule about you. You can't have the Super Bowl and the draft so many years apart, or some such like that. I, I don't know, but Detroit's had the Super Bowl twice, and now they have the draft. I know they've had it twice because they had it at Ford Field, and I was my first Super Bowl I ever got to go to was Super Bowl sixteen, San Francisco Forty ers their first Super Bowl against the Cincinnati Bengals, Pontiac Silverdome. It was but freezing cold. You know Bob Neal? Everybody know Bob Neal? So Bob Neal's hosted uh, the the NFL show on TBS. Uh, so and, and 
I'm uh, Football Saturday on TBS, and I'm the reporter out there, and I'm standing on the side of the highway outside of the, <laughs> the Superdome, and I'm saying, thanks for sending me here. I mean, bundle in a parka. It's 30 below zero. It was just awful. But I had fun. It was, but it was awful. <laughs> All right, quick break as we take you towards Atlanta United Soccer at the top of the hour. Atlanta United, Tampa Bay Rowdies, uh, live on Sports Radio 92 in the game. All right, final segment here of a four-hour show. It's been a lot of fun. Um, spirited at times. Had some interesting calls. George from Stone Mountain. Uh, what was the name of the dude from New York? Or who was the Jets fan? <laughs> I love fans of other teams trying to call us out. <laughs> you're, dude, you're a Jets fan. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, where, where are you about your team? George, you, you're a Closet Niners fan, or I don't know, whatever. Uh, you got a game tomorrow. Don't worry about us. We'll be fine. We'll, we'll figure it out on our own. <laughs> All right, uh, chance to uh, uh, clear out the phone lines here and give you a crack at it. Let's go to MK. He's on with John. Hey, MK. Welcome to the show. Yo, MK. Oh, no, MK. He's gone. All right, let's try, uh, where are we going, Edward? Oh. Oh, MK is here. Oh, hey, MK. Hey, John. Can you hear me? I can. What up? Hey, okay, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure talking with the legend. Ah, no, my, my pleasure to have you on. Hey, uh, and I get a chuckle every time. I get a chuckle every time uh, y'all run the Men's Priority Health Center commercials <laughs> and uh, what you got mk yeah what you got mk okay well i got three points to make uh john and and i got a question about Penix. uh last i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you with but i feel that the braves uh for the braves uh strider needs to have a change up in his in his repertoire because he, I mean, he's throwing his arm out, you know, with the fastballs and everything, and and they're they're uh, sitting on, um, you know, his fastballs look like now, and Michael Harris needs to get with the hitting coach and the rest of the Braves because uh, uh, Philly was throwing nothing but uh, sliders, and they need to be able to recognize and hit the sliders. In the off season, yeah, Austin Riley had that issue too, and they, so they're, they're aware of this. All right, what else you got? Okay, and the Hawks, I think they need. Um, I, pl- I think they played phenomenal against the Seventy Sixers last night. Uh, I think they need a con- more conditioning because they do well in the first half of the game, and it seems like they they are tired in the second half of the game. Well, okay, uh, a couple I, of things. One, one, it was the sort of Sixers last night. Secondly, they had a really depleted bench. I mean, they had no DeJounte Murray. They had no Clint Capella. They had no Patty Mills. They had no Wes Matthews. Uh, you know, they're still down Muhammad Gay. They were really shorthanded last night. Really shorthanded. Yeah, so they were forced to play I, a long well, time. Well, I think it's conditioning is part. They, they seem to pee out in the fourth quarter. Um, and and that defense is – I like that defense because they're playing more of a, a zone defense, which makes up for the weaknesses on the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, MK, what's your, what's your thing about – yeah, what's your thing about Penix here? Okay, uh, my question, do you think Penix is NFL ready? 
I, yeah, I think he is. I, he looks it, uh, but you know, I'm not. I'm not one making the decision. I, I, I think that and I appreciate the call, MK. I got to believe that when ESPN gave out the grades that I was just talking about, and they grade Penix as a round two pick here, that that's got to be his. It's got. It's got to be his knees, right? Uh, I would think it's good. so. The the combine is going to be interesting for the quarterbacks not named Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels because somebody's going to jump at the combine uh, in that second. It could be Bo Nix, it could be Penix, it could be JJ McCarthy, it could even be somebody that's even down the list like Spencer Rattler who looked pretty good at the Senior Bowl. Somebody's going to jump out of that out of that group, that second group, and, and and get themselves a really high pick. Let's go to Edward. He's on with John. Edward, welcome to the uh, program. Hey, Edward. Hey, John, how you doing? Good, man. Good, good. Listen, I'm going to say something that I know all of Atlanta is not going to agree with. But I don't I don't really see a thing wrong with Desmond Ritter. I think Desmond Ritter is a quarterback, a young guy that just started playing, don't have too many games underneath his belt. I think he needs to be coached up. Um, uh, Matt Ryan may want to telecast that Matt Ryan was all he made um, a, a comment about something that Desmond needs to do. So I think I think the Falcons just need to get in with the right coach that can coach him. Uh, second thing before I go, uh, I don't see anything wrong with the Braves. I think the Braves are going to be all right. Uh, I just think that they do maybe need a good fifth starter, but they're going to be all right. I, I don't see anything wrong with the Braves. And with that, well, I think I, I appreciate it, uh, Edward. I, I think if you're looking at Charlie Morton being your fifth starter, I mean, isn't that a good fifth starter here? Uh, I mean, kind of looks that way to me. Um, I, I look, I think the Braves are going to not be all right. I just, I, despite, the Braves are a powerhouse. They are the best team in baseball. All right, they're going to win 105 games this year. I mean, they are a power. They will blow the doors off the NL East this year. Okay. They, 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 but now what do they do in the postseason? They, we got to get it right in the postseason. That's all I'm saying. Braves are fine. Um, I, Ritter, I, I think he just – he's not seeing the game right. Uh, yeah, You could talk about how they needed to dumb down the offense for him. I don't disagree with that point. But, the again, the worst pass I've ever seen a, a quarterback. Drake London is flashing in on an angle wide open into the end zone for a touchdown in Carolina. He only sees this narrow little thing where three guys, and he doesn't even see the third guy, the safety or linebacker, whatever it was, who was wide open that he threw it directly to. He His vision is just not – it's no bueno. And I, I don't know how you fix this. Uh, it's not that he doesn't have athletic talent, but they got they got to fix it. But I, I think that if they put him behind a veteran for a year or two and let him sit on the bench, go back to the bench for a year or two – uh, all right, I'm, and I'm okay with him being a backup. As a starter, I, I think you're just asking, he's going to do, it's just, no. Well, really, we get to the end of the show and we get this kind of a ass call, come on. Really? Billy, you don't have any more pride in yourself than that. Seriously? Nathan, tell me you're not going to. I I, I got to take one more call. I can't end on that. Yes. Really. Yes. All right. Thank. Can I mean, you hear I, me? You, yeah, I can, Nathan. I mean, what does it take, okay. you know, for for a 12 year old to to pick up a phone and dial into a radio show and then to make a an ass out of himself? I at, at what point is that? 
I, I, I didn't do that when I was 12 year old. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, go ahead, Nathan. Yes, thank you for taking my call. I'm calling from Long Beach, California. Been a Braves and Falcons, especially Falcons fan and Hawks fan for all my life. I'm 62, so um, I was calling about the Falcons and who they might draft. I like the idea of both. Uh, well, first acquisition, as you mentioned of Justin Fields and then maybe Russell Wilson. But I also was wondering, I've heard no comments about the quarterback out of FSU who did hurt his ankle, but who may be available if you can get somebody that's a serviceable, you know, a strong first, uh, you know, leading quarterback, and then your backup being maybe him and considering him in the draft. What are your thoughts about that? Oh, by the way, uh, shout out to yeah, 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 Jordan Travis. Yeah, I, you know, shout out to, to Long Beach there. Yeah, uh, yeah, home of the 49ers, uh, college 49ers, and the and the Dirtbags, their baseball team. Yeah, I got family that lives in yep. Seal Beach, so I'm I, you know right up the road there, or oh, right cool. down the road, I actually from uh, from there. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, Jordan Travis is a weekend guy. I mean, he, he you know he. he uh, his injury is uh, that's a medical thing that they're certainly going to look at at the combine. Uh, I, one of those guys will be will turn into a pretty decent quarterback. Um, I'm not hanging my hat on him. Uh, so uh, I mean, if the Falcons want to draft him as and, and, and look, if they if they wanted to draft him late, like in the sixth round, and make Jordan Travis their practice quarterback, their third quarterback of the team, I'd be fine with that. I mean, but they're not drafting him to play this year. Right, right. I understand that because they they have him as projected as maybe third round, as high as third round, or something like that. But that would be only in case, you know. But you, like I said, to bring in a a Russ Wilson or, you know, uh, someone else. Uh, so that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, the mm-hmm. other question I had for you: mentally, uh, when the Braves get to the to the postseason, is there something mentally about playing the Phillies that is a challenge for them? Do you think that any play? <laughs> <laughs> well, two years and I, apparently, uh, you know, and, and this is twice that it's happened here. And I appreciate the call. Thank you very much, Nathan. Where we've had this, the Braves have not handled this um, week off, this five day off period here, and it's happened twice now. And for whatever reason, they got up against the Phillies, and I don't know. I, I can't explain it. I mean, were they the better team? Sure. They were the better team both years. And I know the Phils went to the World Series. They're still the better team. And Ranger Suarez? Really? Ranger Suarez? That's your that's the guy that you suddenly can't hit? Um, you know, I mean Aaron Nola, okay, he's Aaron Nola. Ranger Suarez is the guy you can't handle? I mean, the Phillies are a good team. I mean, I'm not gonna take anything away from them, but you're the better team. And then they make in the game two, remember, they make one of, if not the greatest defensive play in Braves history. Right, the the Michael Harris uh, throw it back in, and the incredible you know one handed pick by Austin Riley to get the double play on on Bryce Harper. Th- that play was such a great, incredible. I, oh, not only did they win the game, but guess what? They just won the series, and then they just went. <laughs> and I was like, "What in the world happened to you?" It's the one knock. The one knock on Ronald Acuna. He was not part of the World Series lineup because he was injured. And in the last two years, he has not been a great, yeah, he'd been subpar in the point. Ronald Acuna needs to cement his legacy, reigning MVP and all, by having some October moments. Okay. And, and he has to know that. Okay. 
And so it's time for him. It's time for that guy uh, who I think is destined, as long as he stays healthy, to be a Hall of Famer. I think he is, in my estimation, in the regular season anyway, clearly the best player in baseball. And all these baseball Mookie Betts, blah, 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 Shohei Otani, blah, blah, blah. I'm not trading Ronald Acuna. I am not trading Ronald Acuna Jr. one up for anybody in the game. Nobody. Nobody. No way, no how. And yet he's going to have to show up in the postseason. But I'm sure that we'll be talking about that with spring training opens this week. And he's got to know that. He's got to, I mean, I would think so. And, and so not, not all, all on him, by the way. Everybody else has got to show up, too. Because the only guy hit worth it all last year was Austin Riley. Where were you, Matt Olson? Hey, I mean, the whole team just went right in the tank. It was like, yikes. Uh, so, but we'll, you know what? We'll worry about that in October. Let's get there first. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks to everybody. Thanks to Noel White. Uh, stand by for Atlanta United Soccer, Atlanta United Tampa Bay Rowdies, uh, Rowdies uh, Mike and Jason on the call from St. Pete, and uh, Hawks tonight, 7 o'clock, right here on Sports Radio 92 on the game. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.